0: Skip to my loo, it's trip the Zoom. Skip, skip to my Zoom, go to your room.
1: <laughs> Scoopy Loopy poopy, Hopped in the hoopty. I say no schmoopy. I hope we don't
0: become famous, because I don't want MF Doom to ever hear that.
2: Well... Uh, we're not recording. We're not Went recording. to the dollar store. Ask him what the penal costs. Call my boy menthol. Gotta get the dental floss. Nice. Oh. Oh, hell yeah. That's that's MF Trip Doomed. It MF, MF Trip,
3: Trip
0: Doomed. Doom. Yeah.
2: No, floss. that's great.
0: I like that. Oh, my God. It's going to be so fun. So Do
1: you like Disney? Do you like movies? Do you like friends who watch these movies? Disney Channel. Tips and Disney Channel. Disney Prado.
0: Disney Prado. Hey everybody, welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel, the podcast where we watch and review all the DCOMs from A to Xenon. My name is Brandon Lamuto, I'm your host, and I have so many friends here. As always, we have our sound engineer, Mr. Ryan Metz. Floss. We have our mixologist, Mr. James Lettiri. Floss. And we have a guest. Yep, we have a guest today. Uh, he is a very good friend of the show, and he is a returning guest uh, you may have heard him previously on our smart house episode that was episode four uh, he is a filmmaker based out of LA uh, he is co-founder of eclectic youth films uh, his first feature film called audio will be premiering in spring 2020 he's a beautiful bouncing baby boy uh and he's, he's so cute he's very cute he's very sweet he's very nice he's Jared Corwin
3: DCTP, Season 1 Classic, Love Me Some Trip Zoom, about to get your ass kicked. Oh, everyone no. everyone want a floss. They say it's fantastic. Get that out of your teeth because you're in a labyrinth.
0: Mm. Oh. Son. Straight fire, Jared. That was impressive. Thanks for coming.
3: I am so happy to be here. All you people are smiling. You're looking at me.
0: You're staring at me. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a great time just because you're here. It feels great. It, it is right. Um, I'm excited. Um, what movie are we doing today? Oh, God. What movie? Uh, he knows. Jared, <laughs> what movie
1: he are we doing? He picked it.
0: It's called Dadnapped. I'm really glad I chose this. It broke me. It woke me. Can I ask why you chose this movie? Because if I'm not mistaken, you don't have a rich history in decoms Your your decom history is based in like late nineties, early two thousands, the classics. I'm a decom dabbler. Uh,
3: <laughs> okay I you know, I I watched them. I feel like the DCOMs were one of the, like the early times I was like, oh, mo- movies don't have to be like good. <laughs> <laughs> like, in an, honestly, at like an early age, you're like, but I'm going to watch it because like what I don't even know what the Internet is yet. Yeah. 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 Um, oh. But no, I I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the show. I've definitely gotten to watch more and appreciate more uh, after listening to you beautiful people squawk about them. Why what would
1: you, you want to watch more DCOMs after listening to us? I don't like myself very much. <laughs> oh, stop.
0: It's an exercise in patience and stamina to, to get through uh, an 84 minute children's movie and, and come out without your brain
1: turning to mush. Mm. It's like brain edging. An exercise <laughs> in patience and stamina. And baby, mm-hmm. I'm about to boast. Reminds me of a certain aspect of my life. Hmm. Mm. I don't know anything Never about mind. that. Never mind.
0: Yeah, Our movie is Dadnap. Dadnap came out in 2009. Uh, it's directed by Paul Hohen, who is... I think he's done more decoms than anybody else. This uh, I think this was his eighth decom. He's done 14 already. And he's working he's on the going? 15th. Oh, yeah. Oh, Paul. He's the Martin
3: Scorsese of the DCOMs. He does not believe in watching them on Netflix.
0: You have to watch them in a theater. So to say that he's Martin Scorsese is... I mean, he... It's the, the the real characteristics that he's putting out like one a year. Um He's more Coen like brothers. He, yeah. He loves Coen brothers or like Ty- Tyler Perry. He's just cranking them yeah. out.
1: Um, Are you saying and th- is that sense. Tiger Perry. Yeah. Tiger Perry. Tiger Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That guy. It's um, Katy Perry's son. Mm-hmm. Paul Hohen. Tiger Perry. My name it is Tiger. Sounds good. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dad nat
0: stars uh, Emily Osment as Melissa. Uh, who is supposed to be going on a weekend getaway camping excursion with her father, Neil Morris, who is a famed author of a, would you call it a cult book series? Yes. It's, it's yeah, It's got a huge following. He writes about this guy called Trip Zoom, who... I suppose is a secret agent, but we'll we'll get into Trip Zoom later. Um, anyway, uh, Dad gets dadnapped. But first, we're called the Tipsy Panel for a reason. You're absolutely right. You stole yep. my line. Yeah, don't listen. Don't listen to me. I Jared knows what I'm going to say. My than name is Ryan. Do. Jared, why are we called the Tipsy Panel?
3: Because we get crunk here.
0: Yep. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, we have alcohol. Uh, James is our mixologist. He makes a delicious drink every week. This week is absolutely no exception. James, I'm amazed at this drink that you made.
2: You it, just, just, just tell me about this drink that you made personally. This drink that I made is, well, it's, I don't, I more, I, I was inspired by the name and then I, it took the longest of all the drinks. It took weeks. Um, and I I put it in cans and mm-hmm. I it's colored. It's called Michelob Ultra. <laughs> oh, Okay, and I made another version called Coors Light, because um, dads love a crispy brew, and it, they don't want to have too many calories. Because like a good dad bod is you have to eat a less calories as you maintain a dad bod once your dad ate. Like you
3: got to drink. You got to find a way to yeah. drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to keep off those pounds.
2: But Maybe. yeah, th- it's it's from. Latrobe, Oh no, <laughs> golden colorado. <laughs> and uh yeah, we got them you, purple mountains. Up, Death you, Love Bruce. You made that? Uh, yep, he made it. it. All all on his own. My middle name is Coors. He mm-hmm. actually
3: installed the canning machine?
2: Yeah. It's it's a, it's an intense
1: uh event. <laughs> Industrial
3: We're, revolutions. Finest. Where's
1: that guy that we had for the Brian Cranston Christmas movie? Uh he passed it wasn't a surprise he was really intoxicated
3: <laughs> he's got a son now we have a really close
0: relationship
1: he knew something about uh the mm. the canning and, mm-hmm. and all that
0: oh he did but uh i wish we could ask him about it but he passed all right <laughs> i am the boy's new boy new boy new man this is our new
2: boy jared and hopefully he <laughs> makes it
0: <laughs> i will see let's get dad napped everybody um the first thing I want to point out about this movie is that it really has a lot of Disney stars. It's it's a, a menagerie of, of Disney stars. So Emily Osment uh, plays uh, Miley's best friend on Hannah Montana um david henry who is um his name's wheeze in this movie which is dumb uh he's the older brother in wizards of waverly place jason earls who plays the hotel manager he plays miley's brother in hannah montana um you've got the little kid um moises arias who is in hannah montana i don't remember what he does but he's in it um he plays the shelf and phil lewis uh mosby from sweet life so you've got you've got disney channel royalty oh, all through was this movie mosby. it's mosby honestly he just
3: like he explored that other character so much he lost himself into it i couldn't even <laughs> see him in any other light he was that character i don't remember what the was the character's name, name. tell me I the character's know. name <laughs> he was the brother of uh skunk That's yeah.
0: all I know. you don't even know maurice oh yeah mo uh, yeah mo mm-hmm. yeah so um my name is skunk Okay. Um, in, early in the movie, it is established that um, Emily Osment. What's her character's name? Melissa. Melissa. I'm so, never going Melissa to remember. Melissa Morris. It was, it was actually Maleficent. Right. Maleficent. Oh, okay. I think you're thinking of a different movie. I think a Moana. Okay. <laughs> Emily Osment lives with her mom.
2: Her parents are divorced. I think this is the first time they say divorce or divorced.
3: Well, Obama just won, so we're entering a new a new stage of American society.
0: Divorced. No, I think you're right. This is the decom. I can't think of another another time where that actually came up. But the parents are divorced, and the father is coming out with a new trip Zoom book. It's coming out tomorrow. Um, and we, we find out about TripZoom, and pretty much the only thing we find out about TripZoom is in one of Emily Osmond's classes where um, this one kid's doing a book report, But his book report is just reading the novel. Yeah, he doesn't
3: analyze it at all. And then the guy says, "Great analysis." We're all excited for Trip Zoom Zoom.
0: So he gets he gets the book uh, early. He gets the book early because his dad makes it a paper paper mill. (laughs) Yeah, not the publisher,
3: not connected to the publisher. He (laughs) works for the material that the
1: it's on. Isn't that the same thing? A publisher and a paper mill. Dude, you just broke the literary world.
0: If I own two trees, can I just publish my own books? <laughs> can I just yeah. publish these trees? Just chop them down and you just write grow stuff back. on them. I wrote fuck on these trees. It's <laughs> a book now. It's New art. New York <laughs> <Times> I'm <laughs> Bella Thorne. <laughs> I make art. Anyway, um, so he reads this kid. He reads the book to the whole class, and everyone is enamored. But to me, this is essentially like you remember those uh, those Harry Potter midnight releases, and you remember yeah. that time where like those guys went around with the vans and they grabbed the books early and they start screaming, "Snape kills Dumbledore." They just and grabbed me. That's basically what happened Please here. Me. Because it's it seems like what what you know he reads of the book is okay. Okay, so. This is the scene where we get everything that we know about Trip Zoom. Mm-hmm. It's the only excerpts from a book that we get. Trip Zoom is presumably a secret agent. Uh, there is a woman tied up in some basement. Uh, she's tied up, and there is an angry-looking man. Uh, he looks like uh, he looks like a Viking that washed up on shore. He looks like sick Aquaman, and then came alive again. Yeah, um, so he's he's threatening he's got her tied up i got uh, the assumption is that he's going to kill her he's a villain Yeah, he's a villain you know doing villain shit and then trip zoom shows up um unties her but it, i don't
1: remember how he, he like, picks a lock he picks her handcuffs right he picks her pick. handcuffs
0: but how does he distract the guy i don't even remember
1: the guy is just somewhere else it's it's just so
0: <laughs> nothing um he but he's lost he distracts the villain uncuffs the the woman and then they just run away and the villain shakes his
1: fist and like ah, i'll get you next time they grabbed a tarp together they both separately grabbed separate yes. ends of a tarp and they jumped off the building and they glided down which uh would have encouraged me at that age to try that oh 100 percent. i would have died mm-hmm. but then they get to the ground and there's two motorcycles there waiting and they ride off together and, and that's that.
3: I actually li- thought that the trip zoom uh, scene was pretty cool with like the lighting was kind of cool. Me and, too. Like, mm-hmm. like it wasn't like shot well, but like it was kind of cool to watch. It was
1: actiony. It
3: yeah. was actiony. Um, but like I was like, oh, that's cool. They're gonna like kind of have more scenes like this throughout the movie, mm-hmm. and then they never had another scene like that, and no. it's disappointing because that would have been enjoyable.
0: But Trip Zoom is a character because he's living in Melissa's head, dude. She has schizophrenia. Like this is all a yeah. movie about mental illness. So so <laughs> throughout the movie, uh, Melissa is dialoguing with Trip Zoom, who is a fictional character, but she sees him, we see him, and they're talking, and he's basically saying like. The, your dad loves me i'm the best um and normally you would think that this is all just happening in her head until we get a couple shots of her dad actually just talking to nothing like establishing. yes establishing that she's really talking out loud to an empty space in real time so she's, yeah dude she's unwell she like needs help unfortunately she needs daddy's love clearly yeah yep. Um, But anyway, so Trip, he's a secret agent, I guess, but he's also like a MacGyver because every single one of his inventions are like his his tools, his secret agent tools. They're just makeshift things like he makes uh, a a, a goo bomb by like cutting out a book, like carving out the pages of a book, putting a mousetrap in there with like one of those fucking um, like bank security blue dye bombs Mm -hmm. And uh, when you open
1: the book, it explodes.
3: There's a lot of goo in this movie. A lot of goo, so, which I really appreciate it.
1: At, at one point, they say that he breathed underwater by using straws and rubber bands.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: which That's, isn't really an invention. All of this seems like hazardous. He made,
2: oh, they recreated his onion gun. Oh, oh yeah. my God, they the like, tear gas. The yeah, tear, yeah. they just lique, like liquefied a bunch of onions and just pumped <laughs> the, the gas into the auditorium
0: yeah so so trip zoom may not be a secret agent i don't know he may be a rogue agent i really don't know
3: they they reference like the the scud like the scud group or something is like his enemy and like the scuds are always like after him and stuff so i don't know maybe they're just personally against him
1: maybe he's working for some entity but he hates the scuds i i think we're focusing too much on trip though because the point of this is that Melissa is disappointed by her father's inability to be present in her life because Mm -hmm. she plays a backseat to Trip. Right. He promises her that they're going to go on a vacation, which is suspiciously on the same day that this convention is. That he planned to be at. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's basically just this fanboy convention that he goes to to feel, you know, important. Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: going to have so much to say in the DCOM Dad Hour, but we need to talk about this convention. Yeah. So they're they, supposed to go camping, right? They're supposed to go camping. And then the dad's like, Oh, I just have, we have to stop at this convention real quick in the um, middle of the desert. Yeah. By
3: the way, need to judge a contest. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah.
3: Sorry. I forgot to bring that up on the three hours we drove <laughs> Yeah. to f- fucking hobo town. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they we're in hobo called, town. in the Mercury.
2: Movie.
0: Yeah. Yes. The Merc hotel. Cause the it Merc. goes right in your asshole. You're going to get murked. Oh Yeah um but so i i tried you know analyzing this convention to 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 get a sense of what trip zoom is about and like what what is contained in the story and these are the things that i see Relevant to the trip zoom fandom that everybody is wearing or, or carrying out, there's all the gadgets that I already mentioned, but they all have crazy wigs. Um, they uh, um, Neil, the father, he's autographed a skull. Yes. Um, there's goo all over the place, like they're throwing goo <laughs> they are, openly in this public forum. They're dressed
2: like aliens sometimes in, in the lobby, they're just throwing like goo balloons. Yeah. What was cheese.
1: What was the front desk uh, receptionist's name? Merv. Merv. Merv Klopkin or something? That's some bullshit. Merv,
3: He. I couldn't tell. Sometimes he would look like a small boy, and sometimes he would look like the oldest man.
0: Well, that is a great segue into a fun little game, which is called Guess How Old Jason Earls Is. At the time of filming? Yes, yes. so you can guess how old he was at the time of filming. I have his birthday here, and you can tell me how old you think he was in 2009 when Dadnapped came out. Uh, 40. Okay.
2: This was post-
0: Hannah Montana. This is like right at the tail end of Hannah Montana.
2: 40. In Hannah Montana, he plays a up. high school senior, something like that. And her older brother. Her older brother, yes. So I'm going to guess during Hannah Montana, he was mostly in his 20s. I'm going to say 32.
3: Okay. I'm going to say 33, just a... To- a backpack off of James's guess.
0: Well, that was dumb because James was right on the nose. He was born in April 26, (laughs) 1977, making him about 32 when this movie came out. That is Which means now he looks exactly the same and he's 42. For the record, I came in second place. Okay, everyone, it's on the record that Jared came second. Is that right, Jared? Oh. (laughs) Yeah, Jason Earls just looks perpetually seventeen. That's he a little not weird. He does
3: look
2: 17 but in this movie. Sounds, but he looks
3: he's, like Father Time sometimes. No, he,
2: but it's so, you're right. It's It oscillates back and forth, but he always sounds like a kid. Yeah. I don't know if that's an affectation or what or if it's genuinely how he sounds. He
3: looks like what I imagine Tommy Pickles would look like if you just stretched him out like Silly Putty <laughs> and just like, <laughs> stuck a wig <laughs> on him. And put
2: him in a white suit <laughs> with a big flower.
3: <laughs> he drove in a large size version of Stuart Little's tiny red car. Yeah! <laughs> yeah, it was. it was just Stuart Little's car, way bigger.
2: <laughs> I did enjoy... The gag of his stuff always getting ruined. Oh yeah, gets ruined. His suits always get like rotten goo on Mm them,
3: which you kind of feel bad for him because you think he's like a good character.
2: Oh, until the but the second act big twist reveal Anyway, let's
0: let's let's work our way through this. So I still don't understand what happens at the convention because there's people in like knights costumes and priestly robes and police
1: gear. It's literally just an excuse for this fandom to take over this whole dumb little town because yeah. that's all it is. There's no other vehicles on yeah. the street. It's just yeah. these idiot fanboys and girls. Yeah. The
2: whole town either leaves or goes into hiding like The Purge. <laughs> they know when this leave. convention comes to town and the police just do <laughs> models they do like car models in the precinct i think the best
0: thing is that the the police are not only getting real calls about actual kidnappings, yeah. but many prank calls from the fans being like, oh, no, trip zoom is, is we need trip zoom. There's a lot
3: of crime, like actual like go to jail for a like little while crime that happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. But the police are so distracted just by like the fandom that is the trip zoom that they're like,
0: I, it's none of it. It's real. It's all relative. We all know who the police officer was. Yes. Yep. The no. coach, yeah, it's uh, it's the coach in uh, Double Teamed, and the principal in High School Musical. Oh, yep. nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I that thought guy. that there was really a pink like dragon
3: theater. from Dragon Tales.
0: No, uh, you no. So that was later. Yeah, yeah, much later. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Trip um, Zoom.
1: Trip. Zoom. Oh, Zoom. And all the fans are called Zoomers. Which, Zoomers. Zoomers. Yes.
0: Which is interesting
3: because they actually are Zoomers.
0: A lot yeah, of them. I, so yes, where um, it started. This this predates <laughs> yes, the the now common slang for Generation Z, which is Zoomers, Zoomy, Zoomies. There's Wait. another fandom that's not really explored, but I wish it was explored more. The 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 Whammers, yeah, because word wham. Not yeah. Not only is there you know this trip Zoom fandom, but there's a game called Word Wham, which is basically Scrabble, but you stack up. Um, How does that even work? How that- did you even know that? Did you judge it? Did yeah. like they while. show it? They showed it once. Um, you you know when they show it? They show it when uh, Weeze is on the phone, like saying like all according to plan. <laughs> His name and he Wheeze. places that. I had so many problems with this. He places the word Zoom on the word Wham board, but you have to like build it up. And now here's the thing: he builds Zoom, which is Z O O M E, by placing an M on top of the N, meaning the word he had down before was. Zoon Z-O-O-N-E. Now, I'm no scientist, but I don't think Zoon Z-O-O-N-E is a word. (laughs) It means to zoo soon. Oh, okay. We bought a zoo. But we bought it very soon. We're gonna buy we gotta buy it now. We're gonna buy it soon. We're gonna zoom. Okay. It's a verb. All right. To buy a zoo soon. Okay. Thank (laughs) thank you for clarifying, Jared, who is our word wham
1: expert. Uh, yeah that was Wake relevant information
3: you go, go.
1: So to make a long story short Melissa gets trapped at this convention By her father Neil And <laughs> she wants to go camping He doesn't want to oblige Because he wants to get his dick sucked by all his fans Yeah they
0: just make a line It's like a conga line of sucking
1: his dick I, I meant that uh, figuratively No 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 no. no. It, it's there it, yeah, You it must there. have missed that scene It's it a fanfic it They also have
3: it. art on the trip Zune books And it looks like the worst Etsy artist ever yeah like it's it's awful
1: it's hastily that's, made that's pregnant one of the sonic bedding. mario luigi
2: <laughs> that's one of the many things that also annoyed me was that on the books trip zoom is animated anal made anal made anal made anal made, anal beaded yep but
0: An-l-beated.
3: he's made of beads <laughs> he's good but, and plugged he's... and ready to be tugged.
1: that's
0: enough Jesus
1: that is Christ. enough
0: that's our show, everybody. Tune in next time. That's it. Hey, we Jerry, won't have any more anal You got any plugs?
1: Digging
0: up those plugs. Here's the thing that we forgot to mention. So Neil, the father, doesn't tell Melissa that they're going to this convention until they're in the car together and they're pretty close. Um but the whole time they were driving with a life-size cardboard cutout of Trip Zoom there. Yeah, which, so did 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 Melissa ask about that, and he gave some sort of half-assed answer, or, or what, what is I, there what to I, ask? <laughs> like hey, he, Dad, why do you have a large cardboard cutout of Trip Zoom coming on this camping trip? But with why us? did
2: it have to come? Yeah, it would. It just only served the purpose of like speaking to her. Which means A, either they were just on board with her schizophrenia and they're yeah. like, Oh, this is the the trip zoom you talk to. <laughs> like this is your friend. <laughs> or, this is your friend Trip Zoom cutout.
0: It's it's her, it's her it, security trip, Zoom.
2: Yeah,
3: it says a lot about the relationship. One in that she would just be disappointed and accept his, her like father's just like egotism about what he does. To know that he would just happen to bring his like leading star characters cut out on a personal da- father and daughter trip with him. Also, it also shows that, yeah, she has schizophrenia. He knows about it. Like, it, this is what he does to give her an aid to, like, let it out.
0: But also, he doesn't know anything about her. But then he also knows everything about <laughs> her. I'm sorry. I'm... that she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. <laughs> um, I have a lot of problems with the the moral reveals of this movie, but we're not even there yet. Oh my um, God. The So there's a first kidnapping. Uh, these three jabronis, uh, Wheeze, Andre, and uh, Sheldon, they create the tear gas machine that is from one of Trip Zoom's books and they by like, you know, putting a shit ton of onions into a like a wood chipper and blowing the, the fumes into the hotel, which is very funny. We wanted brother
3: Andre looks like Liza Minnelli.
0: <laughs> yeah. Looks like a small
3: boy version of Liza
2: Minnelli. Yeah.
3: Really? I don't see that. What's
2: the actor's name? Everyone should look at Moises Arias. Up. Moises Alou. He's, been, he's one person that I recognize from a lot of other stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, he was in Hannah Montana. He is a Disney star. He yeah. does Disney things. He was he on was, Arrested
1: he Development. He was in he New was York Met game. in the late 2000s. Yeah. Yep.
0: Anyway. Um, oh, fuck. You talked about sports, and now I lost my place. Oh, right. Uh, the tear gas, the fumes, the onions, the crying. Everybody gets evacuated. But they, those three, they kidnap uh, Neil. But then... It is revealed that there are other kidnappers who are trying to kidnap Neil, and the kidnappers follow the kidnappers so they can re kidnap. It's a
3: lot of yes. kidnapping.
0: Yes. It's like kidnapping and plot holes. The first kidnappers, they're not really kidnappers, they are just kids. They're t- yeah. Who happened to nap? Yeah, the they, they do, but not in this yeah. movie. Kid kidnappers. And they take Neil just, like, around. Uh, They show him all of the inventions from Trip Zoom books that they have made themselves. They just have fun together. He's into it, too. He,
3: like, likes it. He likes that they wrap him up with dental floss. He likes that they take him away from his daughter. But
0: uh, on the note of the dental floss, there's, of all of the faults of this movie, I love that Trip Zoom is written by a retired dentist who becomes a a you know a young adult writer. And Trip Zoom is constantly like peppered with with little dentistry themes. Like his catchphrase is floss, floss. and he says another brush with danger oh my and he God. gets trapped in the whirlpool of plaque. Like all of that tiny shit. shit. I love it. It's the funniest, most nonsensical thing that I've seen in, in a long oh, time. extremely in sensical.
3: Not only is Neil uh, obsessed with adding dentistry into his writing, but he's also kind of in love with Trip. Like, there's yeah. one... Uh, he smiled his perfect teeth a glitter. He wants <laughs> to fuck this boy.
0: Whoa, 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 okay, okay, okay. That, that's a little extreme. That, I don't know if I would go that far. I think he's a. Attra- I think he kind of like. I, don't know, I think he's attracted to him. Only think- in the sense that every writer is in some way attached to their characters. That every character you create in so- in some sense That's embodies fair. yourself.
3: That's fair. That's very fair.
0: You I- are a writer. Would you agree with that statement? I've wanted to have sex with every single character I've ever written. Maybe you're not the best example. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I do think like. Trip, like, clearly the dad loves, like, his little tinkering and inventions, and he's really into the world of Trip Zoom. and I think, like, he sees it as an extension of himself and wants him to be, like, have these perfect little chompers and be, like, a handsome young boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think another weird thing about um, Neil and the characters he's created is that there's some inventions that he knows how to create on his own, and there's others from the book where he's like, oh my god, you made it and it worked? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, it's not very consistent. <laughs> Like he got drunk
3: and tried to like tape a hot dog to a squirrel and like throw it at like a laser beam. I mean, beam we and we could do that right a now. Laser
0: deflector. But he's like, you guys did it. Like you guys made it work. All, all literally, all we need is to th- come up with two words that rhyme, possibly with the word trip or zoom in there, and just pick ha- r- items in this room and create an invention. Okay, hold on. I got one. I got one. I got one. The 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 e- ejector reflector. Okay, it's trips ejector reflector. What you're gonna do is you're gonna take um you're gonna take a A a, a chair, like a spinning chair, and you're going to load it with dynamite and then you're going to uh, you're going to put a mirror on the front and as soon as someone sits down and looks in the mirror the dynamite goes off and then you boom there you go ejector right. reflector i
1: got one Okay. It's, it's the vision schism okay and and you we're going to take a, a fan like an oscillating box fan mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to you're going to put it at the bottom of a tube and you're going to look through and it's going to make your vision go further oh ooh so you can look around corners i've never heard of that before i don't think it exists
0: you just made a new thing
1: well, didn't you just make a new thing,
0: dude? Let's call the patent office right now. Let's call Neil Walker. <laughs> I got one. Morris. It's called.
3: I got one. It's called the boob tube. It's to make your boobs bigger. You just stick your breast in a tube to make it
0: elongated. Wow. Does <laughs> it? The, the, I, I I I see no problems with that at all. It works.
2: I'm gonna have one. called the damp lamp. You <laughs> take the damp and you you take the lamp take and the you damp. take the damp. You, the lamp is used to. Uh, launch and funnel liquid across a long <laughs> distance or goo. It, it, it's, I'm thinking it in goo be terms. I'm thinking, about, I'm
3: thinking about goo a lot right yeah. now.
0: That might have been in this movie. Yeah, the, the damp, damp lamp. lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those are our inventions. Do you have your own trip zoom inventions? Email us <laughs> at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel at gmail.com. I got one that's called the Rusty Knife. Yeah, It's just, just a rusty knife. Wow, impressive. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the first kidnappers, um, they get Neil to show him show them how to make a thing, and then they say, "Oh, that's great." And Emily's there, No, f- Melissa, whatever. <laughs> Emily Osment is there and she says, "Hey, give me my dad back, you freaks." Um, calls them Nimrods, calls them nerds. Um, An and then they get the- and then she gets her dad back.
2: But then they both get kidnapped. Mm-hmm.
3: They both get
2: kidnapped. So here's the thing. they when Before they get kidnapped, Melissa shows up and Skunk and Moe are watching with their binoculars. And then they go, what's the girl doing here? It's his daughter and he just got kidnapped. Yeah. And then they go, I don't know. And then they say like they don't know who she is. And then they go, and your daughter. Like they know they're taking his daughter, but they're confused why she's there. Mm-hmm. And the the whole
0: kidnapping scene is maybe, just maybe, the worst acting, writing, anything I've seen in in any of these movies. So here's what happens. Um, Skunk and, and Maurice, they stole... A an outfit truck. It just has outfits in it. Like, I don't know why it was there. There's no explanation. Outfit it is, outfitters. It is very much a plot device. It's just <laughs> sitting there.
2: It a was plot left. plot
3: device drove up on the scene. It was left
2: when the trip zoom alarms went off in Mercury, letting everybody know this bullshit convention was starting and everyone just <laughs> left. <laughs> yep. They left it leftover style. All the
0: hobos left Hobo Town. Yeah. They didn't want to <laughs> be around. <laughs> so, um, Skunk and Mo. They run up to um, Neil and Melissa, who have just left the library, and they're dressed as cops. And they say "freeze," but they just kind of hold up karate hands and they're like, "Don't move! We're the police." And Neil just goes, "No, you're not. Like, you're very clearly not really pol- police." Like, I this made is- this book out to you before.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I know name who is you
0: skunk. are. Skunk.
3: Your name is skunk. Also, yeah, they very much impersonate officers. Like, how many how many years of prison could you get for doing that?
0: Uh, Oh, um, I looked this up, and the answer is 106. Is that true? Uh Uh-huh. (laughs) 106. Wait a minute.
3: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't think you could live that long.
2: Uh, What's that about? This system bites. Not unless you have good behavior. (laughs) And good jeans. So Skunk and Mo are like,
0: well, we're going to handcuff you, and we're going to take it, and we're going to take the dad. And Melissa. The handcuffs
2: in the uniform, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's not part of the outfit. That's extra. That's like saying, like, the gun is part of the outfit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's irresponsible.
2: Yeah. So they just had handcuffs.
0: Yeah. And they go to put the handcuffs on Neil, but then Melissa grabs one of the arms and says, No, you're taking me, too, because my dad's been gone on this bullshit convention for too long, and I'm not losing him again. And they're like, uh, okay. And... They don't. Neil and Melissa don't really fight the kidnapping. No. They don't scream. They don't say, "Hey, don't kidnap us." They just kind of go. The one of the book titles of the trip zoom,
3: uh, I want really want to point this out is called "Trip Zoom and Zip Zoom Zilch."
0: Yeah, um, oh. my favorite is "Zoom Time Boom Time." <laughs> it might be the other way around, but Wait, uh, that's actually it's actually a um, an erotic novel. I- I'd want Zoom to say they time were riff- time. I'd want to say they were
3: just like riffing and just coming
0: them up with them on the spot, but they
3: clearly didn't do that cuz they had to elaborately and badly draw out every cover for, for every single title.
0: Yeah. Um in Zoom Time Boom Time, they uh they reveal Trip's new um new new gadget the the vibrator gyrator. Mm-hmm. And I could explain to you all how that works, but uh, I'll I'll just say you you just need a uh, you need a Hot Wheels motorized car. And a cucumber, and that's Ugh. it. So anyway, they get kidnapped. Um, the kidnappers, Skunk and Mo, bring them to a uh, like a motel or like a, like a truck stop, an abandoned truck stop. Oh, that sounds sexual. I think it's where they live. Yeah, they live in this place that... And they said, like, the city keeps the electric here, so they're dumb. So they don't pay for this place, they just live there.
1: It's like an abandoned pizza parlor drive-in movie theater. Right,
0: yeah. It is revealed that their motive is to get Neil to edit and rewrite Skunk's first novel, which is bad. Uh, He doesn't really know how to write, but he does say the line... um, but ugh, fuck, I don't remember the what, line. I that, that first
1: diet. line of the book where they talk yeah. about how the dude was gripping uh, something and his hands gripping were a like, gun, like cheese. His fingers are like, cheese. oh, my God, that sounds like something my brother and I would say, like, oh, I'm so tired. My legs feel like beef jerky. Yeah, <laughs> like we just talk like that. So I've actually found that relatable and funny.
0: I was thinking of where he says that the character is like on the line between good and
1: Iowa. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's interesting because. Like, the whole movie, essentially, is a, it's a, about writing from people who wrote it badly.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. I, yes. Like, in <laughs> order for this movie to work, Trip Zoom has to be believable as an amazing piece of, like, fiction that would capture people. And it sucks so bad from the first second you know what trip zoom is the rest of the movie is just annoying
3: they're like, yep. just like he's a character
2: this is how you make a character but it's a really shitty character it's bad mm-hmm. and like it makes no sense and are people just enamored with the gadgets i guess so because they don't like they don't really quote um,
0: trip Zoom very much No What is the contest? What is he judging? It's never
3: really clear No, no Knowledge I, <laughs> Yeah, it's
0: knowledge It's making gadgets um, it, I, I really don't you know see, it, I feel like it's a gadget contest But that's not even like I don't even know if they're doing that some, so some of them do make gadgets, and most of them fail pretty hard. Like they, um, what was it, like a device scrambler that he made with like a, a tube and a hairbrush, and all it did was blow up a watermelon and catch yeah. fire. Um, That's my
3: watermelon jargabellon.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a trebuchet in this movie. That yeah. did happen. Yeah. But no evidence of whether or not it's, you know, related to TripZoom, or if somebody just had a trebuchet lying around,
2: they... Their weapons later in the movie are a trebuchet, just a slingshot. What is a
3: trebuchet?
2: It's a a medieval siege weapon.
1: Jared, you don't know what a trebuchet is? It's like a catapult.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not say it's like a catapult. catapult. There, There are many people on the internet who would accost you for that statement. They work in a similar, they accomplish the same goal. A catapult is a lever. A catapult just just launches things upward, whereas a trebuchet uses counterweight to where one weight drops down and slings the the object around and over. Generally, a trebuchet is the more efficient uh, weapon. We just call that a flingy-dingy. Yeah, Yeah, trip trip zooms (laughs) flingy-dingy. From the book uh, Zoom Time Boom Time. From the book Flingy-Dingy
1: (laughs) Bingy-Wingy. Oh, it yeah. takes place at a truck stop.
0: <laughs> I showed him
3: my flingy-dingy in the local Hobotown truck stop. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> Zoom time, boom time.
3: Zoom time, coom time.
0: I want to point out, um, in the in the truck stop motel drive-in place, um, Skunk had a, a big uh, billboard. Oh, a big billboard? He had a billboard of um, instructions for how dingy? to write a book. Yeah, for his flingy-dingy. Wait, dingy. it was a billboard? Well, it was uh, not a billboard, a fucking, um, like a large, um, notepad, you know, like one that stands on an easel, Mm. like a giant notepad. I like the
3: idea that he installed a billboard outside of the
0: truck stop he
3: lives in. This isn't the point.
0: (laughs) He has a, he has a notepad, a large notepad on which he writes how to write a book. Step one. And Jared, you are a writer. So you could tell me if this is accurate. Step one, start with an attention grabber. No. Okay. (laughs) Well, there's three more steps. Step two. Write a bunch of stuff in the middle. Honestly, fair. Okay. <laughs> Step three: end with um, an email. I couldn't really read the word. I think it was email. End with an email.
3: We all approach stories uh, and films and uh, any just any story you tell from like a contemporary lens. So it's like you can always assume an email will happen eventually. <laughs> like in Little Woman, which takes place in eighteen <laughs> uh, eighteen hundred, it's like you know no one's. Like, no one's emailing, but, like, you can assume that after the credits stop rolling, it's just Nick Fury being like, please answer my email. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then step four, which I know is how every story ends, you write the end. Question mark? <laughs> <laughs> Sequel fodder. Um, but so so uh, Melissa and Neil are locked in this... Um, Drive, uh, movie drive in truck stop uh, motel, motel thing, yeah. Uh, they're in Habbo Hotel, and uh, outside Skunk and Mo are sitting in a car watching like an old like talky it's like a yeah. like a 30s or 40s black and white movie car chase scene and they're reciting all of the lines and that was very sweet and wholesome like clearly they're both interested in the arts and they want to be like they want to make it like it, it 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 makes me think like this is what they did when they were children because actually- they are brothers um yes and, and that that's what makes me think like you know when they were kids, they would watch this movie, and they learned all the lines, and maybe they watched it every year on New Year's Day or some shit. I don't know There are actually uh, a
3: few shots and moments in this movie that are are generally very good like what uh, Well, I really like the in the beginning uh when Andre, the little Lisa Manelli boy, was looking <laughs> at Neil. Uh, through the book, it had, like, the book under you, kind of, like, looking through his perspective. That was cool. There was also, like, one establishing shot of, I think, uh, their house in the beginning. I was, It was just, like, framed well. It was nice.
0: I mean, you can expect from Disney that they're going to get people working on these movies that have experience. Um, sometimes the actors are, are you know, totally green and, and don't really know anything. But the crew usually has a, you know, uh, uh, a... A, a resume they they have done other things either for disney or just before
1: can i ask a question you can did elmo pons dominic re-record <sighs> this movie
0: dude i wish elmo pons dominic did not come up in the credits although i do have a list of my top five good credits names are you saying elmo pez didrick yes that's exactly what i said uh eeny mini dominoes I any any minion dies, you know. Here are my top five credits names. Um, uh, in utility stunts, we had Frank Bear and Tyke Martin. Nice. Did you just call me a Tyke? I did. Uh, in cat casting, Jewish, by the way, the casting um woman, whoever, was Barbie Block. That's a good name. Um, the transportation coordinator, Barry J Tuttle, <sighs> and number one. My favorite name from the credits, the music editor, Lodge Worcester. <laughs> yeah. Lodge Worcester.
1: He hey Lodge, Worcester? can you
0: play that song
3: back for me? <laughs> My name is Lodge, best boy.
1: <laughs> Lodge Worcester.
0: Hey, uh can we get a little more of the of the synth on that song? Lodge Worcester.
2: <laughs> okay. It's wait. There's one of the worsters is the drummer for the Mountain Goats. Mm-hmm. The other worster is in the best show with mm-hmm. Tom Sharpling, and then Lodge is their long lost third brother. Oh yeah, who
1: edits for Disney Channel original movies? It would make sense. It is music. It's true. Mountain Goats, man. Mountain and they're Goats, all bro.
3: from the were Chester Sauce Dynasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they
0: dropped the name Sauce when they went to Alice Island. Okay, so this is a good time. I'm going to ignore whatever you just said. This is a good time to get into the the moral aspect of this movie, like the lessons that are learned, because I am so infuriated at how they pitch this. So when Melissa and Neil are locked in Habo Hotel, um, they're talking about... Um, Melissa gets really upset. She's like, you know, I've read all your books. Like, I, I know your books, Dad. I'm familiar with them. Why don't you write about me? You never write about me, and you don't know anything about me. And he tries to say, that's not true. But then she asks him all these questions, and he, he genuinely does not know about her. Like, do, like you never came to any of my dance lessons. Do you know one thing that I like? What's and he can't answer that. Including
3: that she won, like, writing awards. Yeah, and well, he had, had no idea. A She's a good, like, she is supposed to be, I mean, all of this is badly written, but she is supposed to be a good writer.
0: And it shows because, like, she helps edit the things and she clearly knows what she's talking about. She's like,
3: she's like, the character needs to develop. They're like, whoa, (laughs) really? Don't just tell me
0: what the room looks like. Tell me what it smells like. What's the color of it all? He's like, (laughs) cheese. But yeah, um, so it's, it's very clearly established that the father does not know what his daughter is like and what she's interested in and what she's capable of. And he says, like, characters have to be larger than life. Characters have to do extraordinary things. And he says this to her while trying to justify why he hasn't written about her, which is very like, you suck, so I don't write about you, idiot. But then, like, 20 minutes later, he comes out with this fucking bullshit of... No way, Melissa, Trip is you. Yeah, like, where do you think I got all those lines? You said those many years ago. The I write, you inspire me.
1: Everything I write is for you. All right, boys. It's time for some game theory. Okay. Melissa is severely mentally ill, and Mm -hmm. she's making this all up. Oh, okay.
3: That would actually make a lot of sense and make this a great movie.
0: Okay, so... So uh uh instead of uh, I forget how it ends. It's not a fade to black this one and it's not a freeze frame. But instead the ending is um uh we zoom out of Emily Osmond's eye zoom. and she's just sitting in her room alone clutching a a trip zoom book on her bed and the fa- the mother and father are sitting there and the mother and the father says, "Do you think she knows we're here?" And the mother a oh tear God. falls down her eye. And then and then Emily just starts saying things like mm, Floss, mm-hmm. uh Brush with Danger, Black Whirlpool. I love you, Dad. This the
3: only Disney Channel original movie to win a Golden Globes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's about schizophrenia.
0: Um It's
3: just a beautiful mind, but better.
0: Okay, we we, we gotta wrap up this movie. Uh so anyway, um, <sighs> They, they, Mo and Skunk take them back to the hotel. Uh, they're locked in the in the creepy modern suite. Uh, it's a weird room, and this is where it is revealed that Skunk and Mo are not the you know the 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 real bad guys. They're just the cronies for Merv, the hotel manager. Now, why you may ask? Is he kidnapping an author and having him rewrite someone else's book? Well, it's
1: still pretty unclear, but yeah. Ryan will explain. I may attempt to answer. I didn't watch this movie, but I'll still attempt to answer. <laughs> did you, I think did you, 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 not I think you could do it. No, I didn't watch the awesome. movie. Awesome. Um, I believe it's because he wanted Neil Walker's last book to be uh, so he could get the royalties. And Oh, he wanted it to be his last book. Um, I don't know. I think that was it. So that's what he said, but I don't understand how he would get any of the money off
0: of that. Like, it's very unclear. But I do like that they threaten death by saying, This will be your last book. That, that was, there is something to that. Yeah, they
3: raise the stakes when it is never established before, but they're just like, Yeah, we're going to kill you after you write this book.
0: Yeah, they don't like collect a ransom. They don't, they don't do any of that shit. They just take them um, unawares. To everyone else, because the cops are too busy dusting their helicopters. Um,
3: and Sounds oh,
1: sexual.
0: Oh, oh, it is. They use the technology to make
3: Stuart Little's car really <laughs> big for Merv. <Murph laughs> also, reverse the technology to make helicopters really small, so the cops can dust them. So they had
0: something to do. So Merv is evil, and they 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 trap uh, them in, in Merv's room. And then Merv says, um, Skunk, Moe, you have to separate them. And that is where Skunk and Moe draw the line, where they're like, oh, we didn't sign up for this. We don't yeah. need to
3: separate families. We're not the Trump administration. Here's oh. what... Oh. Oh. Oh.
0: oh,
3: Call me Bill Maher, because I'm here to say I'm going to make it contemporary every day. I got a bunch of hot takes, and they're real good. Eat them up like hot cakes in the neighborhood. Yeah. Is, that, is that from Hamilton?
0: <laughs> That's actually Hammie! Bill-
2: Hammie! <laughs> the
0: Bill Maher theme
1: song. <laughs>
0: <laughs> some acerbic commentary. Right,
1: you're you're eating up valuable airtime. I want to say they push the girl into the bathroom and they give her a box of cereal and they <laughs> shut the door. Here's some cereal. shut her- the fuck up. Skunks like, That'd be a good decompany. Here you go. Com.
2: Sorry. They push her into the bathroom with a huge window. Yeah. And they're on like the fourth floor. Like- Nobody here is a good kidnapper. No.
0: Include especially murder. But they
3: all started as good kids. Then they went wrong.
0: (laughs) Um, But so city. um, Emily Osment, Melissa. She comes up with this plan where she creates a signal um, to cue in all of the um, zoomers. All of the zoomers to assemble and just throw goo. Yeah. They don't. I mean, presumably they call the cops because the cops do end up coming and capturing the kidnappers. But that could also just be because they, they organized a, a, you know, a movement of like a hundred people with a trebuchet in the middle of the street. And that, that may have clued in the cops, like, huh, maybe we should stop enlarging tiny mouse cars and, and come check this out. That was gang tells the crowd Neil's in trouble! And
3: they scream floss and jump into action, but they don't know the plan yet. Yeah, yeah
2: they and they're all dressed like LARPers. Like, they have foam swords, mm-hmm. and they have those things that you use in the pool that just squirt water, but yeah, they're just the, the, filling it up with goo. They look like syringes. You pull it yeah. back and, like... <laughs> Also the song that plays when they're getting
0: ready. Oh yeah. So I think all of bad. the I think all of the songs here are Emily Osment originals. I know that the first Ooh. one is oh. this I think this movie was essentially a vessel to test out Emily Osment's musical career.
3: They try to make it a oh. brain they try to make it an earworm but
0: it's more of a brainworm. I mean <laughs> That was good. So I mean Disney does this all the time. They hire Actors that are... The the women they hire, the the young women they hire, are potential triple threats. People that can act and sing and dance because they want marketability. They want somebody that can put out an album and do a movie for them and do a TV show for them and all that stuff. And... So you, you get people like Emily Osmond, who has two original songs in this movie, and then you have people like Christy Carlson Romano, who did original songs, when, like yeah. the Kim Possible theme song and all that. But most of these careers don't end up taking off. A bunch of them did, but not all of them. And that's Emily. Although, I do give credit to Emily Osmond, because I don't think she ever like did anything crazy with her yeah. life. I think she's she, on a reality show now. Is she? I don't know. Well, are you just speculating? I could probably look she's at our her. age. Yes, she is. We're Emily Osmond's our age, but she, range. She's, she's Haley Joel Osmond's younger sister, so she's Are you, you know, serious?
2: Yeah. She what? looks what? just like him. Yeah, no, oh, they look very similar. That's why.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> he had schizophrenia in the sixth
2: sense, and she has schizophrenia in this movie. Oh
1: wow. There you go.
2: I have to say though, her character in this movie is not necessarily that bad. Like of all of them, you definitely identify with her the most. But like, she h- makes sense. None of the other characters make sense.
3: She is she is actually developed. Like yeah. she is actually like a like a character. Like yeah. She's a person. And she yeah. passes
2: what's the
0: test? Uh, the backdell. the back test. test. Yes, yeah. because I mean she like she, there is a a slight romance with her and wheeze, but it they, it's not nothing's really
2: established until
0: like the last 30 seconds of the movie.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean he's really good at wham-mers. whamming.
2: Word oh, right? he whams right. wham. He loves the smell of her lip gloss.
0: Wake me up before you wheeze now. Actually guys, so I just looked it up. I I should have done my research earlier, but I watched this movie like 4 hours ago. Um Emily Osmond has a new musical project. No. Uh, she has a musical alias. Uh, she's called Blue Bird Now, Two no. Eyes in Bird, like oh designer. No. Um, she, put out a song, she put out an EP called When I Love You. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, When I Loved You. And that came out on September 27th. Sing it. Uh okay. When uh, I
1: loved you, Bluebirds Flow. When I Loved You. Why'd you go? You Ryan, were the I didn't know favorite Sorry, crow. I'm sick.
0: <laughs> no, that's that's exactly how it goes. Um, if any of you know about Emily Osmond's musical career, you could tell us at Disney Channel at Gmail at gmail.com. Or you can call us at... 915-
3: 516-708-3780.
0: Why would you give out that number? <laughs> What number was that? It's my number. That's a terrible
2: that's idea. That's a bad idea.
0: Okay, delete this part when we do. No, this. we're not
1: going to. That's your fault. <laughs> that's, dude. Yeah, that's your fault now. Yeah, you you just you signed your own death warrants. Wait, that's so you could rewind it and listen to what that number was and call that. Or you could call 914-863-1613. Because that's the DCTP hotline. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> Yep. I, I dare you. It'll work. I'm daring you, Jared Corwin. <laughs> Name the number again. Now <laughs> 914-863-1613. Jared, put 16 your phone 13.
0: away. We are recording a
1: podcast. You can't call that number well, right now. I don't have network connection. Can I put this on airplane mode? Everybody called Jared's cell phone. He gave you the number.
0: We have some important things to do. Um, there's a big goo fight, and the goo fight causes the cops to come, and then every and then the movie ends, and everybody's happy, and the bad guys go to jail. That's At, the
2: end of the movie. And there. the goo, the weapon that's supposed to affect the bad guys gets on everybody.
3: Yeah. Except
1: it's, for Emily Osmond. Yeah, she doesn't they, get They goofed. yell,
3: they yell, eat grape juice, but it's not grape juice. It's Some of it is purple, but not even the way grape juice is, and most of it is just random colors, and it's like kind of mostly confetti and silly string.
2: Yeah.
0: I think it's also weird that the bad guys didn't do anything to like, like they knew this or this movement was happening. They knew that the the convention was organizing to try to, you know, get these kidnapped people back, but they don't do anything they about it. They don't leave town. No.
1: I have another theory. Hit me. Um, the brothers, Mo and Skunk, they have Stockholm syndrome oh. from Stuart Little. Oh, okay. So <laughs> he is their he is their captor. Yes, he is their captor. They are his slaves.
0: That would make sense. I
3: believe it. You can tell this was a post-Obama's election movie because uh, Mo and Skunk are white and black, but they address each other as brothers, and it's never like, oh, you're like my adopted brother. It's like, you just believe, you don't need to know the background, you just know they're brothers. It's great. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're post-race society.
1: They're brothers. At this time. I think their parents were both half black and half white, and they're twins, and they came out like one of them's totally black and one of them's totally white. One gross and one Mosby. That's my other theory.
0: (laughs) We have some segments that we need to get to because we haven't even gotten to those oh, yet. Oh,
1: I know one of them. Yes? DCOM Dad Hour. Ryan, what's the decom Dad Hour? Uh, it's when we talk about the dads that are in the decoms. Brandon. I have... So much
0: to say about the one dad in this movie. He is the titular dad who
1: was napped. Fucking Neil Walker. He's a switch hitter. (laughs) He played for the Pittsburgh Pirates (laughs) and the New York Mets. Who's he with now, James? Neil Walker? Oh. You know, know. if we're talking
0: about sports, I have an important thing to bring up. Now, uh, you know how much I love sports. Specifically basketball. Yes, I love basketball. Can't get enough of the sport. Who do you think could fit the most basketballs in them, I am going to, per- I'm going to, um, you know, posit Yao Ming. I think he can fit a lot of basketball. Disagree because Shaq could fit the most. Whoa, 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 Yao Ming has like five inches on Shaq. Have you seen Shaq? Have you looked
3: at his body? Have you looked at his CGI face in the commercials? Okay, he wait, clearly okay. fit the most.
0: So are we talking like postseason or like post retirement? Current. Current Shaq, current, current girth, current could fit the most. It's hard to... Okay, fine. It is hard to argue that Shaq can fit the most. You may be right there. Uh,
2: I think I want to bring a former NBA player, Simbular. 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 That's Bular, not a real name. Played no. for The Sacramento Kings. Uh, doesn't play in the NBA anymore. Played at University of New Mexico or New Mexico State.
0: Give me, uh, give me his stats.
2: Give me his height and weight, his diagnostics. Height. Seven foot five inches. Mm. Wait, three hundred and sixty pounds. Oh yeah, he oh can fit the most he can fit a lot of body.
3: basketballs. He can fit yeah. a lot, but listen, I'm Wait, a diehard. All right, fit all right, the most. All right,
1: all right. Back, back to the decom dad hour. There was one dad in this movie, and, and he's terrible. He sucked. He ever as soon as he came into the movie and
0: kissed his divorced wife on the cheek, I was like, ah, I don't like this guy. Yeah, uh, he's selfish. Uh, he claims to, you know, be all for his daughter, and he never is at any point. And only at the end where he says, like, oh, you inspire me, does he give any sort of, you know, semblance of caring. But even that is half-assed, because before that, as I already mentioned, he doesn't know that she won a creative writing award, and he is a writer. He doesn't, he never saw any of her dance recitals. He is Bad. He goes against everything he said previously
3: when he's like, You're not an interesting character because characters are larger than life, and then he just counters that with everything Tripp's ever done is an inspiration from you and who you are. It's yeah. bullshit.
1: Gaslight
2: dad. Yeah, gaslight D minus. D- uh, yeah, I give him a G, G for dad. gaslight. He's like a misleading gaslight person
1: like in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It oh, has and, to and get kidnapped to learn a anything. Stupid face, too. I was he's really pissed face. off by his face when he was confessing to uh Melissa. His I was eyes so pit- are troubling. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. they're
2: I don't know, they're too wet. <laughs> Very wet. Somebody eyes. somebody call wet eyes
1: Johnson yeah, out here. He is I'm the opposite close ben his eyes. Stein Can dry you just eyes. call Wet Eyes Johnson? He looked like that skull that he signed with a bunch of like wet pork skin <laughs> stretched, <laughs> stretched over it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh interesting thing about george newborn the uh actor who
0: plays the wait whoa, did you say george newborn <laughs> yeah he was oh the, my yeah
3: his name is my name is george newborn a slimy wet uh he's <laughs> the voice of superman and like all the current cartoons since like uh like early 2000s justice league really oh, and the and the video games oh that's cool
0: um, there's a guy uh, Skunk in this movie uh, He Charles Halford oh. Charles Halford No 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 He does a lot of uh, Video game work Which he, I thought was really cool he, he was in Fallout 4 He wasn't Charles,
1: ha- Charles Halford He, he was, was Charles. Mike Dirnt from Green Day Yes you're right Yes, yes. Skunk was Mike Dirnt. He was yes. in
3: Green Day? Yeah yep. What the hell He yep. plays the bass He looks so grossly familiar And I could not place it That's amazing
0: Yeah no That is Mike Dirnt from Green Day yes. Charles Definitely. Halford That's
3: awesome Charles
0: Tukie, my name is Tuki. <laughs> yep, Charles okay. Harper. Do, do we have anything else to, to add for the decom dad yeah, of hour? Because we do not. have another section. He's, no, he's D- a bad dad. Yeah, he's a bad dad. He gets F. the decom. Let's F. all rate this dad. Speaking
1: of F, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. This What's next, that?
1: This next segment is called the DCOM F-bomb.
0: Uh, you want to tell us about the DCOM F-bomb?
1: Yeah, I do. For those of you who don't know, if there was going to be a movie that was going to be rated PG-13, you get to say the word fuck once. And in, in this game, it's called the DCOM F-bomb, you get to choose where that would be.
0: Thank you. That's exactly it. Where would it be? Okay, I I have I have a good one. So at the end of the movie, uh we finally get closure on the on the slight romance between Weeze and Melissa where um Weez is uh he goes up to Melissa. Like they had a rocky relationship before, which is understandable because Weez kidnapped her dad. But then he goes up to her and says, "Oh, uh here's my phone number uh in case you ever wanna and then Emily Osmond goes, oh, fuck. In case you ever <laughs> uh, fuck. And he says, yeah. She a 14.
1: <laughs> That's my decal bomb. All right, I got one. When we are first introduced to the character of Skunk, and he's stumbling over his words trying to get Neil Morris to sign his book, he says all this dumb stuff like, make it out to me. Uh, no, 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 but not me. Uh, make it out to my name. Uh, no, 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 not my name. Uh, make it out to... Fuck! <laughs> and then Neil Morris would make it up. You, Mr. Fuck.
0: <laughs> oh, here. Well, actually, I don't know this. Are you allowed to say fuck once and write fuck once? I don't in know. A PG-13 you could definitely movie? show
2: him starting with the
0: F. Yeah. That counts as two fucks. It
3: does? I feel like that would count as
0: two fucks. Okay. Jared is our resident filmmaker, Mr. So. Movie X. Jared two fucks Corwin. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you said my name say it two more times and I'm free
2: <laughs> who else has a DCOM F-bomb I got one uh, so when they go into the presidential suite and they're uh, they're s- snooping around for clues of where um, Melissa and the dad who's been napped might be uh, the boy who has the crush on her goes I smell her Watermelon lip gloss. <laughs> the, he, the little brother who's like the horniest of anybody in this movie mm-hmm. should have been like, oh, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what was that? we were all thinking it.
3: I got a DCOM F bomb for you. OK. Um, There's a really interesting part where uh, when the three kids kidnap Neil, uh, they're like describing that like all the all the books they have, all the, uh, the trip Zoom books they have are from the library. And he's like, they're past due. You got to return. They're like, you got to return books to the library. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) And interestingly enough, you like, I've heard the thing where it's like libraries are just like getting rid of like late, like you don't have to return them. You can just keep them now. You don't have to pay late fees. Just keep the books.
0: Return them if you wanna. You know, I do love that part of the message of this movie is that police won't help you but you should still respect libraries and return their books on yeah. time.
1: Nice. That's a good one. That's I really-
2: personally
0: care more about the New York Public Library than I do about the NYPD, so. Th-
3: that's the Amy Klobuchar America I'm <laughs> ready for.
0: <laughs> is that your official endorsement, Jared? Not at all.
2: Okay. <laughs> the the true only lesson that is given in this movie is reading rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's That's the only like tangible takeaway that you come out with is like, oh, you learned how to help people because you read.
3: They're all enthusiastic about book. They read book. It's yeah. 2009 reading rocks. We
2: love you print printed word. We love you book. We love you page. <laughs> Mimi
3: book. <laughs> thank you
0: paper. Thank you ink.
3: Thank you for the paper that started this whole journey. <laughs> thank yeah. you, thank
2: you penguin Random House.
0: What else do we have?
2: Random!
0: Here? What else do we have before we, we rate this movie? Um, the end credits included just just replaying the same shots of goo that we'd already seen
2: in the movie. We've never seen that, like a post-credits kind of gag reel. Yeah,
0: but it's not even a gag reel. No. It's just the same shots we already saw. Yeah,
2: some of them were mere minutes before they were re-shown. Yep, mm-hmm. The that producer was watched
3: choice. fifty
0: first dates
3: like the does like the day before. He was like, Ah, well, sure. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> no, gonna, gonna remember.
1: Let's go. Don't wait. This one's almost over. That's fifty first dates, right? Yeah. Is yep. that uh-huh. is that in fifty first dates? It's a good it, soundtrack. No, that's the song Fifty First this dates. One. Le- 50 first First dates, dates. this night will last forever,
3: Drew Barrymore, remember her, you're gonna get much better, (laughs) Adam Adam Sandler, Sandler. keep it up now, you're gonna be an
0: all-star. Okay, is it time to write this movie? Everybody look through your notes, make sure that there's nothing else that you need to say, any pressing matters. Oh, oh, yes, Oh,
1: Ryan, uh, I didn't take notes because I didn't watch this movie.
0: Oh, I I heard that, you did mention that. Um, I, I did. I uh, feel bad for the mother who did not know that her whole family had been kidnapped.
1: Um, but, but the dad's not yeah. her family anymore.
0: They're still family. They have a child together. They they are a family. They are divorced, but they still raise a child together. Uh, tell that to my aunt and uncle. Okay. <laughs>
3: Good Listen, point. No this movie has object permies. If someone doesn't exist in front of them, they don't exist.
2: Say object permies again. Object
3: permies. <laughs>
1: That's Jared, where um, no yeah. would I
3: go? No permies. Where I
2: go? I want to talk about... Uh, so everyone that they encounter in this movie is a Trip Zoom fan. Uh, including Including, uh, at one point, a pizza delivery boy who gives them a ride. And the slogan for the pizza restaurant... i This specifically made me almost the most angry... He says the slogan for the pizza restaurant is best crust in town. The crust is objectively not what you want in the pizza. (laughs) Hey, do you like pizza? Yeah.
0: Do you not like sauce or cheese? Well, then I have something for you. It bread. Best
3: crust in town. Um, Also, when they drive in the pizza delivery truck, it it shows us like, oh, they get in at night. And then they're at the uh, hotel Mm. again in the day. where there's no like establishment of how far things are from each other. Like you could assume they had to drive for like eight hours because it's morning
2: and they're all super fresh. And the delivery guys, yeah, nobody's tired. Yeah. The delivery guys like did it for an autograph.
0: I, I I need to bring this up though because it's not about the movie but it is very important. Um so that scene where the three uh where the three kids uh hitch a ride with the pizza guy. Uh it's very closely related to our good friend Jared here who has a great story about hitching a ride with a pizza guy. Would you like to elaborate Jared? Sure.
3: Uh, we did the underage drinking. Mm. Um, it bad. Don't oh, do. no
0: way. Nobody ever did that. It bad. Don't do not, not ready. Your brain, not ready. You gotta be 21. <laughs> if you're too young to know what decom is, you're too young to drink. <laughs> Please decom responsibly.
3: So we were getting, uh, we were going to a uh, party in the town over, which when you're like 16 and no one really even has their permit or just gets it, you're like, how do you even do that? So we found a passing by pizza hut, car and we were like hey man we'll give you some money will you take us to this party in like oceanside which was the town over from our town uh and he did it we like yeah we got in the pizza Hut car and he took us to the party it was fun
2: <laughs> it's nice i wonder what happened to him
0: yeah what do you think he's doing that, and, right and also now. looking
2: back he's like dead. that guy's rick perry knowing knowing what you know now of like you know, typically, who has a pizza delivery job? Like that guy was probably like eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, just like a little for the there. summer. He was <laughs> probably stoked on it too. He was probably yeah. Like, oh,
1: this kid wants me to take
0: him to yeah. the other town. Yeah, sure. What he a w- good guy. This episode is dedicated to him. In the arms of forever in our an angel. hearts.
1: All right. All do, right. We, do we rate this movie? Yes. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before we wrap up, I'd like to say about Neil mm-hmm. Walker. Mm-hmm. Forty five hundred forty four <laughs> at bats. Twelve hundred fifteen hits. One hundred and forty nine home runs. Shaq batting can average two sixty seven. The most career war. Shaq 21. can two. fit the most. Is a Jack Shaq Shaq can fit the most.
2: Give him a chance. Okay. Symbol. It's time
0: to rate this movie. Jared, you've been here before. Dwayne you know how the this swamp.
2: goes. Oh, shut up. You know
0: how this goes, Jared. But for those of you who don't know, our rating system is very simple. We either give it a thumbs up or we give it a thumbs down.
1: Or we give it a thumbs in the middle.
0: No, we don't. We used to. Actually, the last time you were on the show, Jared, we, we did have that option, but not anymore. So no thumbs in the so middle. It's only thumbs
1: up or thumbs down. That's or, it. Or thumbs in the middle.
0: Uh, you're so close just just think about it a little more too okay. many choices make you sadder i'm going to go first this movie's a hard thumbs down <laughs> it's, it's wow. it would be so hard for me to give this movie a thumbs up um i we all know how much i appreciate the you know the 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 weirdness of of some of these disney channel original movies but this one was just too poorly made and it had everything going for it it had every popular B-list Disney star at the time. Like, it could have been something great, and it just never... There was never really a moment where I was like, oh, I'm having fun watching this movie.
2: I'm having a stroke.
0: It felt more like that. Thumbs down.
2: I'll go next. Also thumbs down. Uh, Yeah, not very enjoyable. Not (laughs) enjoyable. Uh, This one was... Kind of painful. Uh, Mm -hmm. It seemed to drag on, and there is so little plot, and the people are so stupid that (laughs) it it just, it really kind of just made me angry. Thumbs down. This could have been 10 minutes long,
0: and I would have had all the same amount of plot.
1: Yeah. All right, who's going next? Uh, All right, well, Jared's pointing at me, so I'll go. Okay. Uh, I I mean, look, guys, you know, I I hear what you're saying, and, and I totally agree, I was about eight minutes into the movie and I was like, how am I not 35 minutes in? Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, look, this movie was god awful, but it, the movie's not made for me. Like, I am closer to 30 than I am to 13. And I feel like if I was, well, not even 13, because I was a very smart 13 year old, mind you. But if, if I was a dumb little kid, like the target audience is for this, I, I feel like I really would have enjoyed it. Um, You know, the the goo is great. Like all these little gizmos and gadgets are great. Um, They had dumb catchphrases that that were really funny. Um, But but that being said, I'm almost a 30 year old man and I watched this and it was fucking terrible. So a big, hard thumbs down. Big, hard (sighs) thumbs down. I was worried about where you were going to go with all this. That was my goal. Okay, yeah, you you got me. It was so bad. But this, honestly, I think was one of the first movies that made me realize, like, you know, I'm looking at this the wrong way, you know? These movies are not made for me.
0: I do really want the perspective of, of the younger generation, though. I want the Zoomers' perspective on the Zoomers. I need to know if this movie was enjoyable to people who were like... Under the age of thirteen. Well, if you know somebody who was under the age of thirteen and they saw this movie, please let us know. I'm Disney not Challenge legally at
1: allowed gmail.com. to know people who are that age. So
2: <laughs> I think that's really what we have been exploring through all these episodes is the most of these movies are geared towards people, people, kids. <laughs> that don't, when you're a kid, no movie is bad. You just like to watch a movie. Yeah. You are very rarely will ever like turn something off. So I think that they know their standard is that low. What's interesting is when we actually like them, right?
0: But there are many that I have liked. Yeah. I have
3: a perspective from someone watching it at our age.
0: Okay, and then you can also review because we kind of talked over you. Oh, it's totally
3: fine. You know, you you wake up every day. And, like, you get up. And, like, sometimes you got enough sleep. And, like, sometimes you did it. And, like, you just have to approach the day. Like, moments exist for a reason. You have to live your life. Like, not everything's going to be good. I so have no I idea a, where this is going. I had a bad time watching this movie. and I didn't like it. I... Got kind of drunk the night before and I didn't get enough sleep because that's what happened when that's what happens when you're almost 30 and you drink too much. You don't get enough sleep and it kind of fucks you for the next day. And I watched it then when I was like, I'm not gonna sleep more. I'm just gonna watch the movie. It wasn't good. I didn't have enough t- have a good time watching it. It was painful and bad, but you know what? It reminds you that you're human. And that's the important of, importance of just living. So like thumbs up because like I'm proud to be a human. Shut and I'm the happy. fuck
0: up.
1: Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs>
0: This Jesus, isn't a Richard Jared. Linklater movie. This is this is Disney Channel. You're reading way too much into this. A
2: thumbs up, because you I like to exist, though. Even, even if this movie was... It, that uh, to, For it to be thumbs up, this has to be <laughs> better. We're saying, because there's two options, this has to be better than 50% of what you've ever seen <laughs> yeah. and what you've ever been in that situation. You're saying that. <laughs> Are you saying that?
3: No, it's thumbs It's thumbs down in the sense that like, no, it's bad. It's not a good movie, but like, I feel like you got to approach it from that more like
0: existential
3: sense. Like you get to live.
0: No, you don't have to. You live get to have an, an experience exi- oh like God. thumbs up, man. Okay. So here. you're saying it's a thumbs up because you're alive and you got <laughs> yes. to just be alive when you watch the movie. Why wouldn't it be good? It's a movie. If you were dead, it would be
1: a thumbs down. <laughs> Can I say something? Yeah. He's, he's fucking blacklisted from the show. You can't come back <laughs> on. Yeah. That's it. You are no longer welcome on the Disney (laughs) Channel tipsy panel. I am angry. I'll be here in
2: season three, baby. I feel like we're talking to a character from 1984. (laughs) And you're just like convinced of the... Bliss yeah. of this. this. The double is, thing this here. This is
1: season three, and you are blacklisted.
0: Yeah, Ryan did officially establish in Xenon the Sequel episode 33 that we are now in season three. Is
3: it based on any time you watch a, another Xenon uh, movie? Pretty much. <laughs> it's, yeah. 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 It's a good, it's a good semblance of time. Alright, so since he's been blacklisted, it's his bad. opinion it's doesn't a fo- matter. It's, you can give no, no. it a thumbs, a fourth thumbs We're turning your go. mic shh, off. That's shh. it.
1: We we all give it a thumbs down, not including whoever that was. I don't know. Who was that guy? I'm not sure. What's what? Uh, we gotta name the award, right? Yeah,
0: because everyone oh. here gave it a thumbs down. Um, I mean, <laughs> it's got it's got a rhyme. The the Shh. ooey gooey sucky shitty <laughs> award. <laughs> the decay array. The decay array. The uh, the uh, sounds sexual. All of the the flingy dingy award. Thank you. Not that that's in the movie, but it's close enough. What was
1: his What was his book? The the zoom Zoom time boom time. time. The zoom time boom time award. The AVN performer of the year award.
0: This movie could win Razzies. It definitely could. The
3: movie was like getting blasted in the face with goo.
0: I'm sorry. Who was that? You guys hear something? That's crazy. I just heard a voice. Wait, do we have Brennan on the line? No. You know who that is? I wish it was Brennan. Hi, Brennan. That was Trip Zoom talking to all of us. Congratulations, listener. You have schizophrenia now. We are Zoom enough, guys. Clearly this is an
1: indication that we are Zoom enough. Alright, but in all seriousness, I'd like to thank Jared Scott Corwin for being on the show. He's our first guest to return to do a non sequel, so yeah. congratulations you have the distinction of fucking everything up as, as usual. Can I clarify
0: I, that he's the first guest to return for a non sequel when we were reviewing a movie because Otto Vock came back and Gretchen Walter came back for Quizzy Channel Tipsy Panel.
1: Alright, that's fair but I think we're just splitting hairs here.
0: We are, but I think it's
1: important. We have a rich history.
0: I'm in canon and you can't change that. I Jared. exist in the canon forever. Jared, thank you for coming. This is the time where we allow our guests to do plugs. Do you have anything you want to plug? What's your phone number? It's 516. No, don't say <laughs> your phone number again. Just plug something.
3: Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, Time Enforcer's on YouTube. You can watch it if you want to. Uh, I got a movie coming out soon. We've been working hard on it. What's it called? It's called Audio. A lot of amazing people fucking worked on it and It's going to be fun. I hope you like it. I love you all.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. I can say that I've seen the first 15 minutes of audio or whatever they had at the time when you showed it to me. And it truly is incredible. It is a beautiful piece of art. And if you happen to be in the L.A. or New York area when it premieres, you should see it.
1: If you happen to be in Coxsackie or Skinny Atlas, that's where it's showing.
3: Only two places. It's going to show exclusively in Schenectady, New York. I'm making sure of that.
0: All right. That's our show, everybody. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Please interact with us on social media. We're on uh, Instagram at Disney Channel Tipsy Panel. We are on Twitter at Tipsy Panel. You can call us at
1: 914-863-1613. Call me. Nobody's called me yet. Somebody will eventually. And you can email us,
0: DisneyChannelTipsyPanel at gmail.com. I've read almost every single email that we've gotten on this show. Do we get any more? No, no, not this time. We did get an email, actually. It was from Brennan. oh Oh. and we got an email that uh johnny landy liked one of our episodes so that was sweet hi johnny thanks for listening jundy what's his uh tiktok young jello cup if you're on if you're on tiktok which you are follow young jello cup uh it it is 100% worth your time it's young spelled y-u-n-g is there any other way to spell young My name is Mangiello Cup. That's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, five stars. Do everything. Tell your friends about this show. We have a lot of fun making it, and we know that you have a lot of fun listening. Tune in next time. We'll have another DCOM for you. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disney Channel Tipsy Panel Talking uh, Hour, where we uh, talk about the episode that we just talked about. My name is... Who is that guy? Santa Riley. No, who's the fucking guy? I hate him. He did uh, like Talking Dead. Uh, Chris, talking- Hardwick. Chris, Chris Hardwick. Chris Hardwick. Fuck that guy. I know he listens to the show. Chris, yeah. you suck. I interviewed him on Vine once for the shorty. Awards. Oh my God,
1: you did. I did. And Hannibal Burris. Right? I yeah. <laughs> fucking landlord.